This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Yeah, if I ever heard enunciating like that in the last ten years, holy cow. And, in fact, that's what this is. This is an anniversary special, well, specials, because we're going to be doing more than one of them. How are you yes. doing, Jason? This is the tenth year we've been doing this crap. Um, no one has complained or shut us down, so that must mean something good. Yeah, we must must be doing something, something right after all this time, John. Yep. So it's like, yeah, this is like our tenth anniversary, like you know, podcast and all. So it's like we are thrilled to have been going on for this long, and like, yo, John, yeah, you're 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 thrilled to have doing this for this long, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and anyone that's been listening to us, um, you know, hey, drop us a line. Um, uh, you know, and 10 years, that's a long time. There's podcasts that, uh, actually we started a long time ago. We actually had three podcasts and then we had two and then we had this one. So it stood the test of time because of the, um, the amazing amount of material that you have in your collection. And that is great. And the stuff that you, it's not just stuff you have in your collection, but stuff that you've been reading, you know, let's be fair. You know, there's stuff out there that you've been, you've, you've, uh, you know, you've introduced uh, a lot of the fans to. And then of course there's always been the whole, you know, we're not just, we're not just here on the, you know, we're doing the Japanese comics. We're doing the manga, man. So that's kind of a goal thing as well. You know, and you've covered a lot of great uh, manga titles, you know, um, yeah, it's like American, Japanese. Like I tried to cover like all all comics, regardless of where they come from. You know, it's American, Japanese, Europe, whatever. Man, it's like it's like and you know, but for this for this like anniversary podcast for our tenth, you know, thing. Like and yeah, I realize that you know, we're like kind of fudging the dates here as far as exactness, but just like we're going back to the very first one. It's like you know. Like way back in June of 2018, and I want and like the very first one we did, I talked about like the Aliens Omnibus Volume Two from Dark Horse. Now, here's the thing: um, it's like Dark Horse, you know, it's like like has um, survived all these years by finding like all sorts of interesting stuff to uh, like to license, whether it's was was original stuff from like from Bort from Borsa's Bear to it's like um jeez uh, it's like I I lost my train of thought from Bor from Borsa's Bear because I remember like hearing about how Borsa's Bear is like one of the most interesting like titles they they got from the beginning but um from like from Brian Woods um it's like you know like uh. Like like uh, it's like like uh, it, like uh, it's like chip series. It's like and there you go. And I'm sure I oh the massive. It's like you know from like from stuff like from stuff like the massive, like and there and there you go. But also it's like ah, it's like it's like for stuff like Predator and Aliens and Buffy. It's like and Star Wars, which is no longer at Dark Horse. But also, you know, like Terminator and whatnot. But Dark, but um, Dark Horse um, has managed a like a, Dark Horse, like um, back in the eighties, basically elevated the um, art of the licensed comic. You know, from just like you know, churning out stuff like hey, um, some stuff on a monthly basis. That hey, to um, just you know, doing like um, series of miniseries 
of of stuff, and they and they and they did it. They did it pretty great over like over the years, but um, but with aliens, aliens of what was one of their original like um like um hits, and back in our very first um podcast back in oh let's see what was it oh June of two thousand eight. It's like I talked about you know it was like the re- the reprints one of the reprints of that stuff like you know of on the the volume two of the aliens omnibus, but to be honest, the uh, really uh, compelling stuff starts at volume one, and it all starts with the um, first volume of the stuff, Outbreak, or <laughs> Aliens Book One. If you're really old school, because um, Aliens um was Aliens Book One um, was essentially a sequel to. Um, like the film with the same name. Now we all now in the years in the decades that have passed since the release, Aliens has achieved a basically a legendary reputation. It's like of you know it's like a uh, it's like of the kind of like the, the action film is basically it's like hey you know how, this is how you do a proper like um sci-fi genre sequel. And um when and when Dark Horse acquired the rights to um produce Aliens comics. But they had, they were in a position to produce like sequels to Al- to the aliens to aliens as a movie, and you know it's like they lucked out in the sense that they um got a, a guy named uh, Mark Verheiden to um like to write these sequels. Now, you might say okay, Mark Verheiden. No, he's not a household name, but to a certain amount to a certain um audience, you might go hey. I know that name. In fact, you know, it's like, I think if, um, John, I think if, 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 um, Sebastian were here, he might go, wait a second. I know that guy. I might have seen him in the credits to Battlestar Galactica. The old Battlestar Galactica? The new Battlestar Galactica. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> because, yes. you know, the old one is, eh, anyway. <laughs> yes, but um, Verheiden, it's like is a guy who um had, it's like had um like you know was writing for the LA Times um back in the late eighties and had a um and was doing a series um the American uh, for Dark Horse in at the same time as well, and it's like and then he and then when um Dark Horse got the rights to do an Aliens um follow up like they said hey you know what like you're Pretty talented. Why don't we give you the rights to uh, to do an aliens follow up? And that's what we got. And um, now here's the thing: a, like uh, dark, like uh, Verheiden is a very smart and intelligent writer, and he made the, the uh, smart choice to issue a high action follow up to like to the like to the aliens franchise. In fact. His big idea to follow up on aliens was to focus on you know on Hicks and Newt, you know you know just like a uh, like a guy who had you know, been scarred by the aliens and a girl who you know would survive the aliens through through more more of her associations than anything else, and uh, it's like and with this um with the series um the series um book one it's like he showed you. He showed us what what they were um, going through in order to uh, in, what they had to survive in order to um, 
Aztec in order to endure what they had gone th- gone through from the uh, from the original series. Like, you know, like Cakes had been scarred like physically, and um, Newt had been um, you know scarred mentally. You know, it's like from like from these aliens, like from the a- aliens' text. Ripley had been you know missing, like for reasons that would be explained um like later on. Now it's like it's. Now, like um, Verheiden, um, as he mentions in his um, introduction to to the um, initial series outbreak. <sighs> okay, but the thing is, like the reason it's called outbreak is because you know after Alien Three came along and basically revealed that um, Hicks and Newt hadn't survived the original, hadn't survived Aliens. It's like Dark Horse was kind of like in a quandary. It's like, you know, what, well, what happened to our original series, which Mostly um, had Hicks and Newt and Ripley. We'll get back to that in a second. Um, like as the survivors of the uh, uh, like of that movie, it's like, well, it's like outbreak is what is what resulted. Outbreak is basically the is basically the remastered version of the of the original Dark Horse miniseries, which replaces um, you know like Hicks becomes um, Wilkes and Newt becomes Billy because you know it's like hey it's like like it's a way to make these um these original stories work within the um, new continuity that um Alien 3 had established for lack of a better term it didn't work because uh after um the uh mini series that followed that followed um outbreak basically established that that um, Ripley was still alive um, whoops, <laughs> yeah, it's like, is Ripley still alive after she died in Alien 3? It's like, oh, that's not good, that's that's that doesn't work, and that's not gonna work for like all the nerds who believe that she that she that she would live at all. So, there you go. But, um, Outbreak, um, still in my mind stands as one of the best, um. Like licensed adaptations of an, like, it's like uh, licensed adaptations of of an existing property um, that we've that we've seen in comics, because it's like um because Verheiden like does um it does um do a lot of um interesting like like extrapolations of the alien concept like from what we've seen in the first two movies, like from showing you know, what would happen if the alien um, like found itself like found a way onto onto Earth, and also just you know what happened, like what would happen like you know when the like if the uh, space jockey that um you know was running things like that we glimpsed in the original Alien like what would happen if he showed up to um run things as well. It's like the uh, like like uh, Verheiden does like some interesting stuff just. Like from like you know some, like from establishing a uh, like an alien cult on it's like on Earth, it's like, and then um, and also giving the alien like you know subtle telepathic powers as well, and you know that's, you know it's like I think that that actually works. It's like in the sense that you know it's like it it shows you how um how the how the how the alien you know even if when confronted with a uh, like a culturally sophisticated like um. Like a power to uh, to work with, 
would um like you know find a way to um like to breed and propagate within that thing within that um like within that culture it's like the with the when you've got the um like when you've got the uh like a, a guy who um finds out about the uh, alien and like is like fascinated by its like its rebirthic powers like like these like savage and the pop prophet like in the like in the initial miniseries it's like it's actually like kind of it's actually kind of fascinating to see how it turns out because like because um there there there's like lots of interesting things about um Verheden's initial um like miniseries like from how he like predicts how like how the um how how the viewing um like uh percentages of like of television um television people television viewing will drop to right from the hundreds of thousands to the tens of thousands to the tens and will like re- require like you know like like special like you know uh, special character characteristics in order to like keep people like watching these things including like you know like hey pictures of the aliens that's actually that's actually really really kind of kind of cool it's like and also like when um when you realize that the uh it's like the uh, crew that um that um Wilkes has uh, recruited not really recruited but has been settled with like to uh like to find out more about the aliens on their home planet that's actually kind of when you find out like you know what their real deal is that's really interesting as well but you know just this but you know like finding out about the aliens like you know like how they're able to like you know employ low pa- low level telepathic um, powers to uh to get um humans on board with their um like propagation technologies like in the first volume that actually like just kind of believable in the sense that you know like like that it's humans who are you know susceptible to this stuff they're able to um like uh, buy into this alien um telepathic probe to uh like to eventually lead to a uh it's like, it's like to eventually inalien take over the world at the end of the first miniseries it works really well and the like the uh it's like it's like overall it's like yeah you know that first miniseries like is really is really compelling in the sense that you know it it lays out the like you know the destruction of earth because of like mankind's um I agree greed and ambition it's really interesting and then you get to the um second like the subsequent miniseries and it's you know there's it's like like the mission returns right there and it's all right but you know it's like the idea to um remaster the series to you know make these characters billy and wilkes of newton hicks loses its power when you when at the end of the uh, second miniseries ripley shows up and then it's just like all goes to hell. But you know, it's like when I listened to my initial um, podcast about this, um, about Aliens Omnibus Volume Two, it's like, and I talked about how the uh, it's like like the uh, leader, it's like one of the uh, leaders of the uh, uh, like aliens, one of the leaders of human humanity who. Um, it's like, it's like who, who, um, after like, you know, he got back on track after, um, 
you know, the original, like the original on bus and, um, which was re- fully written by, um, Mark for Heaton in volume two, which is, um, had a couple different writers and volume two. It's like, you know, like, uh, it's like volume two kicked off with genocide and how, um, you had these two, like aliens tribes fighting against each other on the aliens home planet and how I complained about how you got these, these different aliens, you know, fighting against each other and how these, um, this one, uh, corporate overlord back on earth, like, you know, undergoing a, um, drastic change of fart. I, I also have to disagree with my, um, 99, um, 2008 self. It says like, yo, it's like, Hey, the fact that, you know, it's like this guy, um, Dr. Um, CEO Grant, um, decided to, um, have a drastic change of heart actually kind of works. It's like within the context of the series. I mean, it's like, if there's nothing else, it's actually kind of cool that he, uh, decided to, uh, you know, like, like have a, uh, it's like, like have a, uh, cheese of heart and realize that, you know, Hey, like people that the, uh, average like person is worthy of saving and all. So there you go. So it's like, I, so it's like, I can understand why I, uh, I, I was upset at how, um, my 19, 19, sorry, my 2008 self was, um, didn't, didn't see this, um, change of heart. Um, work, but you know, it's like these days, you know, the idea that a uh, corporate person would um, have a change of heart, it's like actually uh, works pretty well. Um, also, with um, the other choices, volume two, with say, um, uh, with um, Harvest, it's a, a decent enough high story that benefits from art by Kelly Jones. The, uh, oh, what is the, uh, uh, Colonial Marine stories. I can see why Dark Horse didn't decide to collect it because, um, because of the implications that, you know, it's like human alien hybrids, you know, just didn't work within the larger aliens continuity. But with the other, um, you know, Dark Horse, um, aliens, um, on the buy, um, there are some good good stories it's like in here um you know for stuff like stuff like rogue like in volume two which i which posits the um implication of a of a male um like um a alien like alien hybrid to um take to the um to the queen it's like um superior superior presence of these of the series. And that's, that's kind of, that's kind of interesting or stuff like labyrinth, which, um, has a, uh, which has a, like really, um, like, you know, creepy, like, um, presentation of like, you know, what it takes to, uh, like to achieve, um, like psychic dominance over, like over the aliens. It has some like really good art from like guys like, um, from Killian Plunkett. And, um, it's like, it's like, and also stuff like, uh, let's see, like a stronghold, which is almost a, uh, comedy of errors when it comes to, um, uh, like talking about, um, it's like, uh, it's like, um, human, 
like a human um, cybernetic um, um, programming when it comes to talking about you know what what can um human what can AI do when um you know, when um when it's tell when it's um dedicated to um talking about like uh what can what what aliens what human can what human uh, god damn it what a uh, human program programming and presence can do when I'm telling what what it can follow when dictated by alien by uh in the fight against aliens and all the uh, stronghold is kind of like a uh, kind of error in the sense that you know like al- like you can tell like uh, like aliens like uh, AI what can, what it can do to fight against aliens but it's also like you know what can what can it do when I'm forced to um when left to like its own its own devices to fight against the aliens themselves? It's like the uh like the the whole the whole Omnibus series from Dark Horse. It's like has been um rereading it has been um pretty pretty entertaining for more like more often than not. But it's like I will concede that you know it's like Dark Horse's current uh, approach to uh, dealing with the Aliens franchise has been more interesting. It's just that you know you give a guy like Brian Wood like two volumes to deal with, um, like uh, al- like like Aliens in Aliens Defiance, or you know it's like with um, like uh, Jim Stoko in like it's like in his Aliens miniseries or Gabriel Hardman in his own in his own as well. Now. Rereading uh, all these um, like stories in the aliens on the by, it's like don't there haven't really been any like really bad stories like in these um, six volumes and yeah, like there's Dark Horse has posted a lot of fucking alien stories over the years, um, and like I said, like they've I I do think they've really the Dark Horse has really elevated the art. Of, like, of presenting like you know licensed comics, you know, just just giving this, giving these um licensed titles to talented creators to um like do their own thing, and that's and you know, it's like I think if you if you wanted to pick up any of these aliens on to buy, it's like you'd be um uh, like you wouldn't be at a loss for a uh, for a good read. That being said, the first volume like is on by one which can. Consists of the original uh, Mark for Heaton story, plus the plus the two follow-ups, Nightmare Asylum, and um and um Female War, like those like the first volume like Outbreak really represents the um it's like the stuff that you really want to read it's, that has really meaningful um impact on the it's like on lack of a term the continuity of the series. I mean. No, it's like I mean, like overall, like a lot of these alien stories have been very continuity light, which is good. But like I said, if you're gonna if you're gonna want to buy um one uh, alien story, it's gonna be that first volume, specifically um aliens um outbreak. The first like I said, the first omnibus has that. Um, if you don't want to buy anything else after that. That's fine, but um, 
outbreak will show you why Verheiden, um was good enough to um, work on um, Battlestar Galactica and um, like worked not just work but getting the booster credit and also um, like a couple of writer um, writers writers credits on some of the episodes as well. Um, like I said, it's like I said that first volume, like and that first story, like really um, really tells you why. It's like Dark Horse has been like granted the the uh, lessons to writing aliens stories for all these years, and I'll be disappointed if um, Marvel does get the um, aliens license after um, if the uh, if. Uh, Disney's purchase of Fox's uh, media assets does go through. You know, it's like, because, you know, yeah, well, they've done all right by Star Wars so far. It's like, I I can't really see them, like, you know, delivering the same attention to um, stuff like, say, Aliens and Predator after that. So there you go. Um, John, so I guess, uh, any thoughts on your end about, you know, it's like, Aliens, or like you know, the guy who got to start writing aliens and went on to write Battlestar Galactica and whatnot. Oh, I think it's fascinating, but I have you know, and I like the aliens universe, it's kind of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't really have a lot of comments on the actual uh the actual dark horse releases that you're speaking of so um outside of the fact that um if you recommend them are you recommending them sir like i said if like I said, uh dark horses um put out six different aliens omnibus on on by and none of them are like i after reading i would say are really bad but if you're going to buy one of them Buy the first one because it has that first. It has um for Hedon's, um like really uh, genre defining story. It's like and you know it's basically like you know a story that basically like really it's like you know takes takes the the, the genre and the franchise in different in interesting directions more than any of the old ones that follow. Oops. Sorry, I was on mute. But okay, it sounds like that that you uh, have that. Oh, cool. Well, volume one, if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you want to talk about next time? Okay. So, if you're not gonna like click on the next one, I'm gonna say it's time to um, it's like ch- it's like time to um go down strange highways. It's time to be the last in line. It's time to um be like check out the rainbow in the dark. It's like, or like, be the, uh, it's like, it's like, or, or like, right, time to ride the lightning. Don't be the, uh, it's like, don't, don't rest in peace. It's time to, like, um, be fucking metal because it's, we're going to talk about, it's like, um, like DC's metal crossover from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. So raise the horns. It's like, and we're going to, like, uh, you know, fucking see, uh, see what's, um, like, what's up next time. All right, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. Laters.